Colin junkies. I am here with Danny. I am Kyle. <laughs> That's right. We are back. We are doing X-Force leading up to... Uh, What's that thing called that's so important? Uh, trial Magneto? Or no, Ma- the other one. Uh, the post-trial Magneto? Yeah, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an X-Men fan. <laughs> no, <Magneto>. Inferno? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting confused just shows that you are an X-Men fan because there's so many of them. They're oh, rampant. They're everywhere. Great. I don't know. Have you, side tangent, have you read any of the Inf- X-Men Infinity no, comics that have been coming out? No. The first three were like Hickman and now it's Dugan and it is just utter like... I don't, I don't get, I don't get it. I just don't understand. I, the appeal, it was way too Wolverine heavy, but it was called X Men. I'm confused, and also I got this product illegally, so I didn't have the digital cool like swipes and and effects and whatnot. So it was just like, <laughs> see, you just got you got burned <laughs> on all angles, yeah, Man. yeah. But I mean, you didn't have to spend money and be let down, so that's uh, the go. one trade off. I saved Always money. Take that, Disney. Yeah, take that, Disney. You sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Wolverine Heavy from a Disney product with them trying to angle the entry of the mutants in the universe. It seems like they, because I mean, like people are like, oh, Tony Stark is the Avengers. They look at him as like the face of the Avengers mm-hmm. for a while. So I mean, I could see them using Wolverine like that. But is it going to be Jackman? For a long Will time, I hear it's going to be Jackman, but would it be Jackman for the whole like run of, of Wolverine, or would they phase him out quickly and be like, we'll bring in like an X-23 to supplant him quickly? That's what probably, I think would happen. Probably that. Get actually. some of those hot young stars. If they, if they cross it over and they bring that girl from Logan full circle, and she becomes X-23. Yeah, by the time they... The time they make it, she'll be like she'll 45, be but I mean... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll all be long dead, but I mean... Uh... It'll be great. The next generation, right? Uh, no, they have the, the CGI will be great. Everybody will oh, be, yeah. will be uh, beautiful. I know. We um, we just saw the, the, the new Venom. The CGI in in modern times is, is phenomenal. Oh, it's, yeah. We're really in a beautiful time of Peak. just lifeless cinematography. <laughs> it just, I, I imagine this is what Lucas felt like when he he was making the prequels and he was just like, you know what? Everything CGI, it'll last forever. This is timeless. This is now. Now is the time for CGI. Boy, boy, what a that's what a decision. Uh, we get locked into that mistake. You don't want to buy early CGI. Get locked into like DVD copies of reboot. That'd be rough. But I mean, I don't know. I guess that would be kind of. <laughs> I take it back. But still, I mean, like it's gonna be weird. Maybe all CG Wolverine. They they just can't. They don't know how to do an accurate depiction of Wolverine in human form. So they just make a computer rendering from now on. And he's spot on. He's hairy. He's, he's stout. Hairy, he's he's just tiny. like he's like five three. It's yeah. like great. It's perfect. hundred percent cartoon. He'll just be a freaking hologram. <laughs> VTubers are all the rage now. Have you ever seen a VTuber? No. So it's essentially you take that hologram technology, you use like a smartphone, or maybe you have like better technology, but okay, and you track your face and you map it to a 3D character. Oh yeah, yeah. Essentially, yeah, yeah, yeah. You pretend to be this character instead of you know being a real person. That's the the evolution of all that face technology. It was really dumb, and now it's gotten sad because now people are just deep faking everyone. Yeah, it's just like. 
He's like, I, I was really a broom the whole time, or something like kind of crazy <laughs> shit. Like, it just it's gotten out of hand, and I I'm just like, nothing's real. Nothing nothing's real. Is There's real bots arguing world. with bots, people pretending to be people they aren't. It's a chaos, and I just try to look the other way. <laughs> And I, I find myself here at X-Men and thinking, like, well, they kind of dodged it a little bit, but even then, their own chaos consumed them in a similar way. Not only the evolution of their weird paradigm of, like, political structure and societal structure evolved, but their weird uh, flaws around technology, kind of how our social problems happened. Mm-hmm. They got an expediated version, like, in a weird way. It was kind of funny yeah. seeing it play out into what it's kind of gotten to now, and we're seeing the fallout of it. But, I mean, geez... We're reading X-Force, which has kind of turned into a beast of shit show. It's kind of funny, though. A little, right? Like, it almost gets, like, the stuff that happens. He's becoming, like, an old-timey <laughs> sinister in many ways, but, like, failing. No, yeah, yeah, you're, right. of, you're not, and, not wrong. You're not wrong, instead actually. Instead of actually, like, planning things out a little bit more thoughtfully. I, I know this is intentional, <laughs> but the path in which it's going, it just seems so comical at this point. That's where we last left off, where he was just... Sage wasn't taking that bullshit, man. He's well, like, supposed I'm to step up. tired of this. But now she just feels like a babysitter. And mm-hmm. this issue doesn't really kind of... Doesn't really show her flexing that weight as Yeah, she the tone kind of shifts because she was like... She was putting it out there last issue. And now she's in this maybe a page or two. Well, think about it. At the end of the gala event, she kind of took the stance where she's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to corral in X-Force. And I'm going to turn it into a well-oiled machine that I'm not going to let fall apart anymore. And it was kind of like this moment with Emma and her talking about how they have to fix things because if this went south, it would fuck up the whole plan and make them look weak. And they're like, all right, well, moving forward, we'll fix this. And it cuts to this, and it's just like, ah, Beast is just hanging around and getting into nonsense, and Sage is gone. And it seems like it, it seems like Beast is still being allowed to kind of have uh, his weight thrown around. And that's it's a weird place. That shouldn't be allowed. He should be put in the corner until he could be seen by the council. But that seems to be taking a pass because they're all like, nah, man, X-Force whips out my I could kill people card. Is, are they supposed to be decaying quickly? Is this because the events of Inferno are happening that they're mimicking like our own societal they're decay? Just picking up the pace. They're like, just speeding gotta, it up. We got to expedite. They're leaving this open, this open wound here and letting it fester because they wanted to really climax with what is going to happen in Inferno. Mm-hmm. And so I guess that's why we're getting this because it, it does feel very hand, heavy-handed. It's very strange. I'm not sure what Percy's endgame is going to be with X-Force. It's if they're going to live. Is X-Force going to come out of this a thing or are we? this is going to be a final X-Force issue soon and they're going to rebrand into something else? It's a good question. What are we on? We're on 20, I imagine. Well, Cable's back, so maybe they'll just rebrand under, it's Cable's X-Force. So either 24 or 26 is going to be the last issue if they end it. Who knows what's going to happen, though, after post-Inferno, I guess, right? Yeah. They'll call it Cable's X-Force. So Because they did that before with X-Force. They do it all the time, actually. Shit, even when I was reading it back in, like, 2010, it was, like, X-Force, and then all of a sudden, Uncanny X-Force. And then the most uncanny. It's just... The uncanniest of X-Forces. <laughs> I'll be even more uncannier than that X-Force was. You don't understand. You couldn't. It's uncanny. It's so uncanny. <laughs> it's, you can't it dwarfs it. it. But, uh, but yeah, that seems like that. That's they're going towards that. I mean, the, what, they're going to do a Cable 1 with new old Cable or what? 
or I mean old new ca- I, all right original cable we'll call them original cable OG cable, <laughs> OG OG cable. cable. all right <laughs> the nomenclature is falling apart thanks thanks Marvel and it's really weird because what are they doing because they're taking something that they built and then they take it away thus kind of us older fans are like why would you do that and then build something new and create a fan, there's a decent amount of fans, for the new cable, and then pull that away from them. Yeah, they try. They, what do you do? <laughs> please someone. I'm just saying, please, like, finish. That's fair. Finish. That's just, fair. Just finish me You know off. what? That's fair. If you're gonna, if you're gonna pull, if you're gonna pull back that, you know, reveal, you kind of have to keep it there. You can't just put it back. They can't. Luke can't unknow his father being Vader. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense. If you try to retcon that out, it just seems like you've, you've, you've stretched it too thin, and there's no room for suspense now. And if yeah. people know everything about your story, and you're just kind of retreading, and it turns almost into like a fucking fan service, fanfic anthology. You're wasting time, and this isn't comic books. This is just exactly. This is inter- masturbatory internet nonsense. This is a slowly, eventually, subtly getting some cable info to you guys as we always fail to record a cable podcast. Hopefully, this oh, it's not gonna happen. It's not, it's, it's, <laughs> I, this podcast I swear, is doomed. Now. I swear, it's no, as if cable, cable himself goes back in time and he thwarts, thwarts it every time. Every time, it's like he, he fucks with the power, <laughs> he corrupts the file. He's going through it. It's it's like the greatest troll ever. Because uh, we won't like his his solo series. It won't. <laughs> it just I'm won't sorry, happen. Just won't. It won't. Bring it back with uh, Deadpool and we'll try. We'll I'll even do young old, cable <laughs> young old Cable Deadpool. I was down for it when you teased it a little bit, but we'll see. We'll see where that uh, goes. Well, at least we still have X-Force for now. We got X-Force. We got X-Force. We got Percy hanging it down. Although there is some dialogue in this one where it kind of feels not Percy. I'll point it out. It's actually right here at the beginning. Well, look at it like how everything's culminating. So, really, you got to assume that there are some th- some things that didn't really fit. I can't remember what we talked about the other day, but there was something that we were talking about that was editorial oriented, where something big was happening. So it kind of shoehorned the. Uh, I think we're talking onslaught about, onslaught with uh, with the Nightcrawler yeah. and how his story Ravex. got sidelined because of that, because there was mandates being put forth on how onslaught had to prelude into the the background plot. It's just like, whoa, this is. Bumpy is it happening at, across the board? Because maybe they're trying to align everything for one big reset again. We got to get those issue ones. Maybe there hasn't been there hasn't been an X Men Krakoa issue one yet. Bring it back around. <laughs> we had the original, but we haven't had the second one. We have to have the second one at least. Yeah, mm, um, I don't know, yeah. but it could be. But look could at this be. cover. Look at this look cover, Kasara. Kasara holding it down. It's a dope as cover. As always. I love it. <laughs> I'm just so biased towards Forge these days. I don't know what it is. No, I Forge don't... is great. I want to see more I... <laughs> Forge and more B, uh, BTC, man. Yes, that's a given. But for some reason, just Forge dead center to cover. Like, just leave the like, charge. Yeah. And it's not like angry, not happy. No, it's, just... it's like content. It's like he's, he's where he needs he to be. Fits. He fits. He he's he's exactly part of X-Force. where he is. He doesn't need X-Men. He yeah. needs X-Force they yeah. need him. I'm it's glad. a symbiose. I'm glad we see more of him. Yeah. Um, do we see more of him? Actually, we we see a decent amount of him throughout. Forge, this. yeah. He's he's been a fixture of all of the the, the all the last X Force issues, at least as a background to mid mid ground to even sometimes for like right up in your face character. Actually, he's not in this one. Is it? 23 that he's in? Maybe he's in 23. I thought he shows up. So, that's unfortunate. But, still, more more Forge, man. More Forge. I want to see more Forge in my life. Um, make it happen. 
Yeah. Let's see. Stop chopping wood over there, Percy, and and write some forged stories. But uh, let's let's get into this. Let's go to Alabama, Mobile, Alabama, and we're gonna meet Doctor. What is his name? Like Dragonstone, Bloodstone, Blood Bloodroot. No, Bloodroot. It's always on the nose. It's yeah. always on the nose. Yeah, it's always on the nose. Yeah, Bloodroot. Um, and he is mourning the death of his child and his and his daughter, right? I mean, his his, his kid and his wife, right? Yeah, his family was killed in a you could say a mutant related catastrophe. They're kind of <laughs> making it out to be that she. I think they explain it. This, yeah, they explain it in the next page. Yeah, uh, but uh, as she's mourning the uh, as he's mourning, uh, out comes Zeno, looking you know. Very Xeno-like, with his feathers and his peacock look. And, uh, and this weird face mask that never comes off. It's got to be hot under there. What it's got to be hot. I, I've worn face masks. They're, they're not fun, man. Yeah. Spider-Man masks? No. Look at all that rain. It's got to be so humid much. under there. Yeah. And uh, he meets up with uh, Bloodroot, and he's uh, like talking about how they share a common enemy, mm-hmm. you know, the Krokoan people. And then this is where he t- kind of uh, tells him about his... Uh, his uh, what is it? Is it essentially it, they make it out to be kind of a opioid parable in many ways, where it's just like uh, she had surgery and she had some pain, so she had to make the pain kind of go away. Guess what drugs they use? Cocoan drugs, man. Cocoan drugs. And that shit was good. That shit was really, really good. So she kept using it. She kept using it and using it, and she, it led to an overdose, essentially, right? He's playing, he's playing it off of as the mutants were the ones behind all the tragedy. At every point, he tries to go to these great lengths to connect these threads and strings. He almost basically pulls out like a freaking, like a board, and he just starts putting down tax. And he's like, look who owns this company, the mutants. But look who sells this product over here. And look who had interacted. And the government people that were involved with that, they're all backed by these mutant organizations that make this. And he just keeps drawing this huge string to this other, all back to Krakoa, just to try to seed the hate in in Bloodroot. To try to convince him to come to their side and lend his technology, his expertise, to their effort of just genocide against Krakoa. Yeah. And he just uses the tragedies. It's a typical trope. You move in, you take advantage of someone who's in a distraught state and utilize that against them and push them down your path. Bing, bang, boom. That's yeah. how you get a villain. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is textbook right here. I mean, they even find the cemetery and everything. He's just sitting there. <laughs> Just standing over the grave in the rain. It's like, oh my god. Here's one line that I I, I, I feel is out of place for Percy, where where Zeno comes up to him and he kind of cuts off uh, blood. And he's just like, let's just skip to the or what is he? He goes, you know, you know the uh, stages of grief. Let's just skip to anger. Let me help you out there. I don't know. That that felt like a very kind of like engineered in many ways like they were like let's let's speed this plot up let's just like let's just get right to anger (laughs) just get to it and i'm the part that represents that physically manifested in front of you if you but take my hand i will set you down this path of revenge so you can be the next plant-based villain for x-force that's what i saw when i read it there was some dialogue Uh... (laughs) it did it did definitely feel like that was phoned in a little bit i was like oh no no, like you didn't even have to do this. We could have just had them like we could do stills, like one shots of like them glancing at each other, him handing him like a, a, an envelope, an unmarked envelope, and him looking at it and then nodding and then walking away. And I'm like, all right, they're working together. <laughs> it's, just, it's all subtleties. Let's let's keep the subtleties. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
If we're gonna be ham fisted, then why even draw? Let's just use the dialogue. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But um, other than that, Percy usually uh, pulls it down. So I'm not yeah. very minor complaint. But let's get into this invasive species. I'm not gonna read the preamble. Let's keep moving. <laughs> the preamble to the Krakoan the Constitution. Pre- the, pre- the preface. Preface. Not the preamble. Yeah, the 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 Constitution of Kakoa, kill no man. I just I just repeat that over and over again. Like you know that one history teacher that's like every year on July Fourth, I read the U.S. Constitution out loud to myself, and I think, wow, <laughs> I've had what was it with my my AP U.S. history teacher. I, did that. There are some people that definitely take that a little too serious. Was it Dennis Kucinich used to carry a pocket version of the Constitution with him at all times, like a little portable one? Or the Bill of Rights, it was one of those two. It was kind of interesting. Hmm. He'd just rip, whip it out and he'd just start thumbing through it and read off chapters when he'd be on like talk shows and such. It was weird. Very strange, but yeah, yeah I see all exactly right. what you mean. <laughs> I, I avoid those instances. <laughs> like <the play. laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, we go to the point. Uh, in Krakoa, and we're met with Beast and Sage, and they're kind of culling through some surveillance files, and we're seeing kind of like random places, of, of, of office, and people getting and apparently infected with fungal-based or spore-based specifically. Yeah. Uh, from, from yeah, from from all all of the all of the madness that's been going on with manslaughter, and uh, and whatnot. Um, but it's the same tactics we've seen being used against X Force and the mutants in a few different issues, not even just X Force specifically, where they're taking out politicians that are pro mutants, mm-hmm. um, uh, journalists, so on and so forth, just people who are in line with their views right. being wiped out in this kind of plant based way. Almost as if to frame the mutants or just to use their own technology against them as like a salt in the wound. Right. And as this is happening, motherfucking Beast is just like, oh man, you got to admire all of this. And (laughs) Sage is like, could you just not? Can you not do that? Can you just not? Yeah, she puts up her her child gate to stay behind that. (laughs) Stop it. Stop trying to plot. There's a reason we took you out. Because yeah. you are too much of a liability, and he just he just he respects their tenacity, but doesn't understand the yeah. the chaos that is being caused yeah, because of this. He's and missing like he's missing the point that he didn't realize last time that just happened. He's already right back happening. at it. It's still happening. People don't get it. You is he worse than Dark Beast? I don't even know these days. Maybe. Yeah. I could, yeah. Is this the, there. Did we switch over the Age of Apocalypse timeline and yeah. just didn't notice? This is Dark Beast, man. We're here. We're full Dark Beast. <laughs> He's going full. <laughs> what if they have to recruit Dark Beast to take out New Beast? It's just like, is even Dark Beast is just like, this is out of control. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, but they just turn around, and uh, behind them is uh, Manslaughter hanging yeah. out. And they have them captured pretty much. And this is like their interrogation, I guess. Does Manslaughter look more like Swamp Thing now than he ever did? Yeah, it's getting more and more Swamp Thing than ever. Which is funny because of the weird analog and history of Man Thing versus Swamp Thing and the, both being created by the same two roommates and all that stuff. This is yeah. just like, are we, we're going deep circle with this now. 
I mean, there's like some mongrel stuff where you're like, it's a, it's a parody of a parody of a parody. I don't understand, but it's oh. definitely looking a lot more like Swamp Thing. It's getting there. It's getting there. He's I've even seen... got the bramble down. Yeah, yeah. But uh, oh. as they're interrogating them, he tells them like he works for uh, Weapons Plus. He was assassin and whatnot. And the whole time, Beast is just like, hmm, I want to, want to figure out how this works. And he just whips out his knife. Or he doesn't whip it out. He's been playing with it the whole, for the past three pages. His scalpel? Just kinda, just kinda oh, toying, no, his little, like, uh, surgical knife. Toying kind of, with this yeah. little knife. And then he's like, let me test this. And he just slices off Manslaughter's fingers. Yeah, this part was great. He just, like, <laughs> throws them right onto the ground, and they grow into tiny things. <laughs> yeah, they grow little <laughs> tiny perfect. things. And, and we've seen this process kind of play out in the, the past a couple times, right, with the... Uh, the first invasion in X-Force with uh, Zeno where they fucking killed the person and then they chopped him in half and then it turned it into two people. Oh, we're, we're going to see that could be <laughs> so further. This is, this is, we're seeing a lot of the babushkas, you know, the Russian Russian doll effect happening a lot throughout X-Force. And this is this issue is no, no different. We're going to see a lot of that with fingers now. So these fingers kind of just grow into little tiny manslaughters. And it's fascinating. It's great. It's not fascinating. What's fascinating is that Beast goes, ah, oh, this is fascinating. And then he just gives off some plot instead of like actually coming to a conclusion. He's just like, ah, oh, fascinating. Now you're the mother of these because you're, of course you are. And I'm just like, how did you come to that conclusion, Beast? Well, page, page six through nine is what I dub the, the floronic theory pages of, of, of Beast's rambling where he's putting together this whole theory over these just span of like three pages. And it just has no real seating in like a, a good scientific theory. It's more just Beast playing like a child with this weird fucking torture experiment is what I call it. I mean, it's meant to be an experiment, but it's got a lot of torture involved. In it. Yeah. Because of his disconnect on seeing manslaughter as like a sentient being and not just... A plant person, because I, yeah. I mean, I guess plants feel pain, do, do but you, then people are like, "I'm gonna eat these vegetables." Do you think that's what it is? Because he do? does that with the, the humans too, right? Does he just like turn it off? He's just like, "I decide you're no longer a human, or no longer uh, you're below me, you're beneath me." He had, that's like sociopath. He, he had <laughs> early on. He had that kind of, uh, I guess you could say, megalomaniac moment of thinking that mutants were more superior than humans, right? And, that, and he he looked down upon them. So yeah, he's had that conversation himself. Yeah, and they're just letting him look at him. He's giving him a knife. They give him pointy objects. We should yeah, we'll just tie him up, put just, a, like a straight jacket on him. Yeah, put him in the hole, man. I'm telling you, that's where he <laughs> needs to go. That's where he needs to be. But the little tiny manslaughters are are awesome. I, mean, I like it, I can especially it. as they're like tugging on Beast's ear and everything. It's great. Yeah, and yeah, so so it seems like they have this kind of uh, effect where they kind of uh, pollinate and grow, and it's like this multiplication effect that goes on and on. And, and he can reabsorb uh, them too, which is the cool part. Oh yeah, and that's that's cool. At the end, he all grab, he grabs them and then it absorbs back into. Him. They, they just stand on his shoulder and then just like fade into him, like the end of Terminator Two, where he's going into the lava. <laughs> you just give thumbs up as they're like fading away. Would be great. Yeah. Um. So we get a little bit of Beast's log book, which doesn't tell you too much more than what we get. Uh, from the previous pages. But yeah, we... this is just him logging his findings from that, that like literally three page experiment of just like cut off your fingers and see something. And then and he's like, it's just like the soldiers. Oh. Mm, 
Yes, the soldiers. It's all linking together. And uh, everything's it, a China doll. And then he goes, "It's time to s- experiment on Black Tom. Run, run, yeah. Black Tom, run!" <laughs> Watch out! <laughs> Watch out! Uh, no, this is great. <laughs> all I gotta say right now is, "Little BTC is the shit." Oh, we're gonna get some weed. Uh, we we uh, we BTC. <laughs> he's a wee BTC. Yeah, you're right. Uh, oh my! But we go to New Orleans. Hey, I was at that Gnarly. place. I was at this place. I took a picture of. You uh, were at this Krakoan portal right here, yeah, praying this exact with these portal. I saw the Wave Krakoan, X members or, that were hanging out. Yeah, the Wave <laughs> or Order of X. Order, order of, of X. X. The Order of Xers yeah. were the. But which sect are they? Are the ones that eat them, or are the ones that try to fuck them? I think. I think it's. The which nice denomination? One. They seem like the nice ones. Okay, so they're going to the probably ones. try and fuck them. They're going to fuck the fuck. Yeah, they're going to fuck them. Um, so uh, they're hanging out, praying to the portal as they do, and out comes Doctor Bloodroot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the bloodroot has been planted in the storyline. And he's just like, you guys pray to the wrong gods. I don't like you. I hate you for that. Well, he teases them a little bit in the beginning <laughs> first, too. He's coy. He's like, he's trying to have like a conversation with them, but he's really yeah. just making fun of them. Yeah. And he, he doesn't, he doesn't really, he, he, he doesn't, he doesn't he's, like he's, being, he's, he's full anti-mutant at this point. He's, he's bought in. He's, he's Q mutant on at this point. He's oh. all, all in for that. He's he like, is the hard mutant, right? He is. Or hard. anti-hard mutant. Right? <laughs> yeah, he is. Uh, <laughs> he literally is it. And, Manifest. And he's talking about how he is also the, he speaks Florentic language now and you should worship me. And he, he essentially uh, absorbs them. Or like, he explodes he them. into a plant monster, like with a weird, just a gaping maw coming out of his stomach or torso in the form of almost like a flower Venus flytrap kind of mm-hmm. plant, like something out of like Jumaji or something. And he uses his tendrils to infect them with some sort of. Spore based mind control, yeah. So now they're under his control, mm-hmm. and, and he goes up to the portal. They're plant zombies, they're plant zombies, yeah. yeah they're pretty much plant yeah, zombies. Page 10 and 12 is just all plant zombies, but wait, there's more. There's more plant zombies. <laughs> <laughs> He's also an R2D2. As he walks up to the portal and he essentially hacks it to allow humans to go through, I guess, yeah, because now he's using it's kind of funny. It reminds me of someone who has uh, technokinesis, where they can just reprogram like just any type of machine. Now <laughs> he's using his his plant version of that to reprogram the gate to allow them to just roll right in. Yeah. So they go in, and uh, we get another letter from uh, our good friend um, that I already forgot his name, um, the Russian dude. Fuck. Mikhail? Mikhail Rasputin. Oh, yeah. You're talking about uh, Colossus's brother. Colossus's yeah. brother. His old, older brother. Old, right? And, you know, he's still doing the thing where he's just creeping on Colossus, right? Hanging out painting and whatnot. Oh. <laughs> What's going on with that? <laughs> feels like there's like a TV novella going on between the I'll Rasputin these... family. <laughs> and they're just that's how they're trying to deal with it. I want to take all these letters and like get pay like some like Fiverr voice actor to like do a Russian like like drama with it. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Just the cutouts and everything at the end after they read their second. Yeah, fade to black. Claus is all standing over his painting, crying, leaning again. <laughs> oh, it'd be great, Mikhail. You never understand. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, Fiverr people, let me know. I'd watch it. If you're hiring. 
Um, so we go back to uh, somewhere in Krakoa, and we meet up with Domino and Wolverine, who is with who is meeting up with a Beast and Manslaughter, and uh, Beast cracks a dad joke, but then he mentions that they're there to essentially talk to Big Boy himself, Big Daddy Krakoa himself. Without Douglas, he itself, just... itself, itself, probably. The well, because I mean, wasn't he like the guy, and then the other man? Was oh, right, the girl, he is the they, guy. You're right, you're right. They he were going to do is... some some weird. He is a male. They were going to do some weird plant snacks to fuse their island. <laughs> yeah, they were. Yeah, was, they were. Was it that? It, that was that, that one was... issue of X Men with uh, Scott and Young Cable, and <laughs> they were all just like, "Whoa, what's happening?" And Scott was like, "Well, I got to tell you about the Birds of the Bees someday." So. With an island loves another island. <laughs> they uh, do this, but yeah, now they're they're gonna have the tree dude, the tiny little tree dude, talk to the big tree dude. Yeah, tiny see, tree dude. See if they can tre- treat out big tree dude. They're all like, "Hey, man, you could connect to trees more than I could connect to trees. You want to tree it out more, and then like let me connect to your tree shit, and then we'll like tree it up and tree it out, bro." We normally need someone to tree middleman, but since you guys are both just straight up trees, let's just do it. Ting- yeah. Tangle those roots. Tangle them roots. And it gets really weird again, but no. no, no. I do <laughs> like uh, this uh, next page. Yeah, the like the weird angle on Krakoa, and then it like kind of goes down to the vines that go- bleed into different panels. That is really cool. Yeah, page 13 going on all the way to the end actually wraps up with some really crazy like just like shots of all the chaos happening, but then them knowing at the same time in mm-hmm. tandem because of their neural connection and being able to like know all the events around all at once and have that big kind of symbiotic response, which really puts the people there like Beast and all the rest of X Force in a kind of in a kind of a weird space because they have their very focused view on what's happening. Whereas Krakoa is aware of so much more and yeah. so much grander and so much more fucked up shit because he knows the guy's hacking. He's like, on. we're getting hacked, bro. These guys don't even know it. They There's even nothing know it. connecting to yeah, nope. Mars, which is interesting. You'd think that we... Well, I, I guess it's... Arako, like, though, isn't that different, right? Isn't it's it still connected fluoronically? No, or is it because it's a different planet? It doesn't... They're, they're on 2.4 gigahertz. Rockers on like 5.8. Yeah, man. Yeah. Get them on the same bandwidth. Yeah, Get weird. on that. Um, but we uh, cut to the Green Lagoon, and we get our man Blob hanging out, just serving some good old refreshments. When out of nowhere comes a person just spewing literally their religion onto you. Don't you just hate that? <laughs> He's out of nowhere. It's like you're proselytizing me in this in this water hole. Like, take it easy. Yeah, calm and, down. And then she just vomits up this vine of her divine justice. Yeah, it's yeah, gross. Out blob. Blob is a beast, man. You and she's think... got to hoist him above her head. Yeah, that takes a lot of strength. And this is the chaos that's like essentially going on in tandem while they're all hanging out while over this there, is chatting happening. it up. Yeah, with a. Well, they're just watching manslaughter chatted up with well, Krakoa. Yeah. Well, nameless children on the beach down here Dude, are getting like these children wrecked. just making a sandcastle uh, out of nowhere. Priests, run, children, Dude, run! You, Priests are coming for you. Yeah, they're saying there's so many people die on this beach. This beach is bad. Dude, every time someone's hanging out on a beach, if a beach died. comes up in X Force on Krakoa, if there's like a beachfront, it turns into like Normandy. Yeah, that's <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, but then they're like, oh shit. Well, we we know what's going on. It's blood root. 
But it's, yeah, because <laughs> Slaughter knows he he knows everything. He turns around, he's like, "You guys are dumb." <laughs> it's Bloodroot's behind all this. Let's go track this dude Blood down. Root. Let's go find Bloodroot. So they go and look for Bloodroot, and it's Where like that be? simple. It's like a page later where, yeah. hey, there he is. Yeah, like he literally like got caught up to speed, turned around, and said, "We got to go find this guy." Where is he? Oh, he's at his wife's grave. He's planting flowers. <laughs> He's just hanging out, yeah. just hanging out, and uh, we get a we get a essentially uh, man manslaughter trying to take the uh, the uh, peaceful route and failing quite horribly. It's a weird time for him to be peaceful too. Out of all this, he's just all of a sudden he's just all like, I am. I am I'm here for peace. I do not want more fighting. I don't understand yet, like how to read him because some the other issue he was like supposed to be like an avatar of vengeance for the forest now and then it's he all turned into place. It just yeah, it's hard to it seems like he shifts a little back a bit back towards that, but him trying to be an arbiter here works in one way, the fact that he was a weapon created for murdering both of them mm-hmm. or both mutants specifically and he's able to work with them. And he kind of sees a kindred spirit in Bloodroot because he's kind of turned himself into something similar to what Manslaughter is. Yeah. Except Manslaughter doesn't have as awesome zombie powers as we see with Bloodroot and his wife. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. God of cringe. Little awkward bro. He's just He essentially uses the Floronic powers to bring back his wife as a zombie. All right. And, uh, do, you, do you ever see that movie, mm, Abominable Dr. Thebes? Mm. No, it's no, a, I haven't. It's an older Vincent Price movie, but it's about a story that is like, I don't know if it's a legend or... No, I think it actually has a basis in reality to an extent about like a doctor who tried to save a woman they fell in love with, and then when she died, he kept her and he like put perfume on her and like put surgical tubing in her and what to try to keep her alive, and he was like, bang, necrophilia. Necrophilia, long story short. <laughs> but this is like the first thing that this popped up, I was like, oh, it's like that adopted... Oh my gosh. Oh, gross. <laughs> He's like growing flowers out of her. Yeah, oh, no. no. And, uh, <laughs> He's his arm out her. And he's like, this is my wife. I love her. Oh, gross, dude. You are nutty. You are nuttier than Chinese Not chicken. Good. We're going to get you Not out of here. Not good. And uh, yeah, Wolverine and Domino have had enough. So they go at it yeah. as they attack him. And essentially he His awakens. resurrected horde of... Corpse zombies that the he's whole, bringing out of the 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 entire graveyard. The whole graveyard essentially wakes up. So the last like what like fifty generations of people in this like town mm-hmm. he's bringing back to attack. Bringing back to life, man. It's like a Treehouse of Horrors episode gone south, right? Yeah. <laughs> How appropriate to start with this in October. Yeah, ah, that worked out. There you go. <laughs> Um, so they, they, uh, as this is happening, uh, Sage is kind of, uh, talking to Domino and Domino's just kind of like, we're handling zombies right now. Yo, this dude's trying to fuck a fucking zombie, a flower zombie. It's crazy over yeah. here. And then, he's bragging about how he loves his wife, how hot she is. It's really awkward. You got to yeah. read the room, Sage. As that's <laughs> happening, Sage is like, fucking priests are trying to touch children over here. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Really, this this issue turned around. It really turned into something else. <laughs> it's like something. it started out really like by the book, and then it it, took, it went out. Uh, I like it. Yeah, I, I dig it. It's crazy. <laughs> um, but essentially, we get some information about how the uh, the portal's been breached, and uh, Sage gives them this wisdom of maybe kill the host, and the rest will come, will fall, yeah. and. Uh, and uh yeah and uh still fucking manslaughter still to this moment like nah man but then he kind of helps he takes the wife he's like all right i'm gonna take your 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 
fuck thing away. Yeah, he's like, this is yeah. this is unhealthy. Yeah, I'm removing. It. He literally grabs it, and says, "I'm removing this from your side. You are way too attached to this, and you are creeping all of us out." So she's gone. He chucks her. Like yeah. manslaughter, literally picks her up and chucks her. It's kind of funny. Yeah, and he's like, "Leave her alone." Essentially, she's he's already dead. Do, move on. He's you trying to do therapy with it. He's like, "Come yeah. on, move forward." Yeah. As this is happening in tandem, we're seeing fucking blob fucking smash a hammer over over one of these order of ex priests it's great he finally gets a hold of something as he's being grappled by these vines like a fucking sam raimi film and just smashes her that's all it took and he's free yeah good job job survived (laughs) cut back to bloodroot in the exact same like panel it's Mm -hmm. or the exact same page just transforming into this hideous blob yeah i, I guess that's so blobby more just grotesque more cronenberg he cronenberg's, cronenberg's. yeah he cronenberg's, he cronenberg's hard. hard yep and uh essentially the piece doesn't happen as he penetrates Ooh, yeah, yeah penetrates this blob this cronenberg and kills it he he does like a it almost looks like some sort of unique like deactivated, like it's like a, thing? it's like a deactivation like effect that counteracts and almost poisons him, like causes him to just like wither essentially and, decompose. I guess and so it yeah. looks like he's decomposing, and he throws him into an open grave. That's the best part. That's yeah. the best part. The visuals in this were phenomenal, but this was the this in my opinion was mm-hmm. like the the crowning achievement of the whole issue, right here when he throws him back into the grave in the final pages. I think this was almost like. What? Well, yeah, like only like two more pages away from the end. Mm-hmm. So it's in like the last batch of like, I think what would be like around 21 and uh, nine, and 20. There's just this nice silhouette of the, the grave just surrounding his withered and boned up corpse. And there's no flesh even, like all the flesh withered away. So it's just like a corpse in a, in a ditch. And they're just like, well, the fight's over. All the zombies are gone. And Wolverine's just in Domino just looking at Manson. <laughs> it was kind of badass. Oh, yeah, it's like cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and meanwhile, while that's happening, we still we come back to the children running, running from the priests, and then all of a sudden the priests just deactivate and fall over as dead. the host is dead. Yep. <laughs> and uh, children save, yay! Pen- Ooh. Another catastrophe dodge. Yes. <laughs> Uh, well played. It feels very like, all right, we did it. Yay. Like, sad, happy moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for both of them. It's sad, like, but a little, like, traumatic. It's like, weird. Point it's like, like, just yeah. didn't want to fuck a thing. A fucking fuck a plan. Yeah, that was really awkward. <laughs> I fucking, then manslaughter handled it, though. He just said, enough, and then slammed him into the grave after he, like, poisoned him out or, like, put some wither effect in him. Yeah. But, um, essentially... The whole time while he was being interrogated, they were like, I don't know if I could trust you. And he's just like, and then he let him kind of be a part of the team. But then at the same time, he wasn't sure if he could trust the cocoon yet. And we come full circle at the end. We go to Olympic Peninsula. And he, Wolverine and Manslaughter are kind of talking. And we see that uh, Manslaughter essentially decided to uh, hang out in Krakoa. It's his home now. He's hanging out in the forest, probably chilling with Krakoa himself. Yeah, and adjacent to it, at least at the portals, so he's always around. Yeah. So it's, it's, if they ever need to find him, it's not like... It's, yeah, it's yeah. one of those adjacent, not Krakoan places. But the Krakoan hookup points where yeah. you can enter, because he could just go right through the portal anytime. 
And he's just, yeah. he, he kind of does like a Harry and the Hendersons and just fades he into just the woods. He just fades into the woods. He's he gone. just said, I'm out of here. Later. And just walks yeah. it in the... It's a cool... It's a That that shot of the woods is really good at the very end. The I dig it. Page. The, the fog is great. Yeah, it's yeah. the last... It's literally the last shot of the, the issue and it's it's a perfect ending note. I, I guess that means it's the end of the manslaughter stuff, but it's like, oh, wow. Like, this is such a weird side story that's supposed to be going in tandem to that whole other event that was going on right. during the rest of the stuff in the end of the summer. Um, yeah, it didn't really work out time-wise. Yeah. Well, like, he's a product of it, like a byproduct of it, but he was not uh, at all relevant to the, the exactly. main story. So he kind of went off on his own and became a part of uh, like a weird side note in X Force, because then now when we shift into the next X Force, it's all about the child Magneto and Inferno now. From this point forward, that's what all their stuff I imagine is dealing with. Right? Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, then there's still Wolverine's happenings in his solo series. So I don't know if that'll tie into this anymore. Or it'll just be something completely isolated. Mm, good question. Wait, is it him looking for that sword that got jacked? Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. It's him trying to track. Ah, oh, man, we're circling back to oh, the hits seminal series. Keeps on going. Power of ten swords. Tens of swords of powers of X, of cards. Heart of the cards. <laughs> heart of the heart of the ten card swords. <laughs> Uh, you ready for some Mikhail Rasputin? Yeah. Get yeah. into X-23. Yeah. Not X-23. X-Force issue number 23. Wait, yeah, I was just saying. <laughs> um, that would have been perfect, though. X-23. If she was in that issue, right? they could have put only, her on the cover. It would have all lined up. It seems like a wasted opportunity. If only. Um, in this issue, we got Benjamin Percy, of course. But we have Martin Cocolo, 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 Cocolo. Cocolo. You're doing Fonte right there. I like that. Cocolo, man. Oi, oi, oi. New artist. Um, let's see. Martin Cocolo. What has he done? If you had to guess, if you had to make up a, a, a past for this guy, what would you make up? Um, he used to draw... Um, he used to draw. He was a line drawer on Amazing Sp- Spider-Man and his Amazing Friends. <laughs> he never actually had anything that went to to premiere, but he did a lot of line drawing for about twenty years. No, I'm just. Let's. I wanted something obscure. That's for He's really good at drawing Firestar. For Marvel, he was a penciler for X Force, of course. Uh, he's gonna do twenty four as well as twenty three. And then he did Deadpool, Black, White, and Blood, Volume 14. I remember hearing about those. And then uh, as an inker, oh, he also inked uh, this issue as well. Um, So cool. Very new in terms of Marvel stuff. Anything else? Um, Nothing else that I could see. Reference. I'm in a Marvel database, though. They're not going to give me Yeah, it's going to be sparse. But artwork-wise, it's pretty cool. I mean, this cover is the best X-Force cover. Oh, his art station page is pretty awesome looking. (laughs) Um, None of this. This all looks original. Original stuff, too. So, Oh, he has a Sinestro. That Sinestro looks pretty awesome. Oh, I want to see that. Check out his art station, Martin Coppola. What's this, though? 
Uh, never forget, 20 years, man, 9-11. Oh, my God, no. They have the issue. Did you not read the uh, the issue with Spider-Man and, uh, uh, and, uh, and uh, Captain America at the end? They're at the end of every single one of the issues during, like, this whole week or this, pe- like, two weeks leading up to this. No, it's great. Not. Never forget. Never forget. Are you oh, forgetting? You're trying God. to forget? I don't even. Never, never forget. <laughs> Do not forget. What am I forgetting? forgetting? People don't you're even know what they're trying to remember. <laughs> it sounds like People you're forgetting over there. Tell me what now. <laughs> I like it to sneak it in there, though. It was like 20 years ago. Right. And then cut to this cover of <laughs> Rasputin. Yeah. Stabbing this sword at Democles and the Beast. It's <laughs> 20 years and never forget. Like, <laughs> wait. Oh, man. I wish uh, it was raunchier or more fucked up. Like, more brutal. Right? It'd be great. Oh, I wish it's like something post-apocalyptic with buildings getting destroyed in the background. It's very cathartic to see. You're just like, oh, this is this was poor choice. Someone made this choice willingly. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I want to beat this person. (laughs) Uh, Yes, Um, very good cover. Go check it out. Hey, that sword's being used too, which is nice. The sword's actually being used as a sword. That's the crazy part. Uh, but let's go to Siberia. In Siberia, we're met with Mikhail Rasputin waiting a train. On this train is Zeno. And Zeno has come bearing gifts. These gifts? What are these gifts, Danny? Some soldiers. Dudes? I answered the question for you. You're not in this podcast anymore. It's All just right. me now. Cool. <laughs> I'm taking a nap. Uh, yeah, uh, the, the, we've seen these soldiers before, but Keep we haven't. Down, I'm sleeping. <laughs> we, ha- we haven't seen them to this extent. No, uh, these aren't just any soldiers. These are the version two point. Uh, well, I guess you can say these are the alphas. Mm-hmm. Or no, this is the beta. This is a beta version. This hasn't gone to release yet. Mm. He's given these beta. Uh, no, because this is finished product. I would say it's a. It's a finished product. It's a one point oh. It's a one point oh. Yeah. Yeah, because he says this is this is less than what I paid for, so he wouldn't give them like. Though I still imagine these soldiers are going to improve before this arc is even remotely out. Yeah. But this is supposed to be their, like, what will be the first iteration of these soldiers? The ones with Domino, like, sewed into them? That was, like, the first run, right? Yeah, yeah. The ones that killed Chuck the first time? Yeah. So this this is the final product of that. So think about all the stuff we've talked about. So to mix also, so think of those those were Zeno's soldiers, right? But now take those soldiers, and then we have the Russian soldiers, right? Super soldiers, just regular yeah. Russian oh, yeah, super yeah. soldiers. So it seems like they took those Russian yeah. super soldiers and took the Zeno's kind of uh, technique and implanted it into them. They kind of combined this. it. They melded their studies. And yeah. then also using the regenerative properties of like some of the floral studies they've done as well. Mm-hmm. So these guys have that. And then still, don't forget, the marionette dolls, or not the marionette dolls, the, the doll within the doll. Yeah, It's yeah, still yeah. going to happen. It's, yes. These soldiers carry that to a level you will see is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> it is insane. <laughs> and that's the whole thing. He's like, this is... Oh, a, this is great. Um, he sees the soldiers and he's like, this is a small amount. This is not what we agreed upon. And that's when Xena's all like, oh, you'll like these soldiers. And he's just like, he snaps his fingers. And of course, out comes a polar bear. That that part was bizarre. Just mauling on one dude. really bizarre. It's insane. And (laughs) essentially, he's kind of demonstrating uh, the kind of the powers of of these people. It looks like an insane moment, but then he's just like, just watch, just watch. And this motherfucker takes his arm and like shoots it off like it was like what's his name from uh 
from DC. Uh, Android 16, son. Oh, That's Android what he does. 16. He goes, Rocket Punch. I was thinking of the detachable kid from Oh, DC. shit. He was in uh, that last uh, in, uh, Suicide, Suicide Squad, Squad movie. Yeah. Was it um, Nathan Fillion? Nathan Fillion, yeah. That yeah, was great. It was great. Him screaming on the ground as they shot up his detached <laughs> yeah. appendages. Oh, yeah. that was pretty funny. Yeah, that, but, yeah, that dude's got the dumbest powers. But we see this dude uh, essentially extend his arm like a rocket punch. But there's a there's like a, I guess you would say a that's a tendon tendril. Yeah, like thing? a tendon kind of like a super muscled up tendon that's keeping it connected, connected that he can retract and then reconnect the arm with. Which he does. He rips out the fucking eyeball of this bear and then retracts his arm. Yeah. And essentially, these people have the power to essentially adapt their their body and reconstruct their body, as well as take their bones. They're like Bone Boy from uh, Naruto. Yeah, what's his name? Uh, Kimi Maru. Kimi Maru. Yeah. Um, so they could uh, extend and track their bones as well. And they're just fucking up this bear. We're just watching this demonstration of of these guys fucking up this bear. Had, so they like orchestrated <laughs> the bear, or was that just like? I'm sure they this is the, I like how like the bear did get a good attack on like that one guy in the, the yeah. first one when he like got a bite out of him, but they fucked up the bear quickly after that. But he he definitely got like pulled out of the ranks and just disemboweled a little bit. But yeah, we see at the end like he dies, he gets him fucked up, and then he falls, and then out of him comes like a little one. Yeah, which I assume the diet dude who got like sliced in half like probably became a smaller one. And then it's funny how they're all like cheering him on as he's walking away and he's so tiny. Yeah. Yeah, because he burst out of it. He was inside the bear. So when the bear killed that guy by biting him open, he swallowed the tiny, oh, the tiny kind that was inside. Yeah. And yeah, that thing right. just burst. It, it right. pulled a, so he it ate pulled a piece like, of it that yeah. essentially turned back into a little thing and then busted out of him. And oh, then just ran off. Tiny Rick. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. That's what we're getting with this. Um, so. Yeah, so cut to uh, Beast. Let's cut to Beast. You know, we've seen this great moment, this demonstration <laughs> of what these people could do. He looked like an action figure in this. It's he like is literally great. right off the bat. We're we're starting off and it's just like, what is this panel going on? Yeah. It's a dude in like a tray. Oh my god, what the fuck? Beast is working on him. All right, yeah. Beast hit is the just, ground running. Just experimenting on this dude. Literally taking a knife to this tiny guy. Like that's brutal. Yeah. I mean, page one through five was all about Mikhail's like crazy new toys, but the next, I think, three or four pages is about Beast playing with the, those exact super soldiers. He's yeah. now doing his experimentation on what Mikhail has to work with, which is going to show you how powerful all those other guys are. This is going to scale. He's just dealing with one tiny one. Just he's tiny. not even dealing with a full-size one. Mm-hmm. He's got a tiny one that he's about to cut open, and we're talking the size of, like, I don't know, not even like a it's smaller than an action figure. He's like micro machine size almost. He's, yeah, yeah, maybe like five inches. Yes, that's a that's a fair scale. Yeah, I even think that might even be a bit much. I'd say closer to. Oh, uh, you think Beast's hands are that big? Uh, he also has a tiny little paws. Sure. I don't know. That's weird. Uh, <laughs> He's got like cat hands. Um, They're funny. They're condensed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but yeah, he's it's, it's just cutting that tiny little dude open right now, right down the center. He cuts it open, and then out comes a little guy. I come a little guy and runs, runs away, and he, sh- and he squats it, or he thinks he's squats. Yeah, with his least. hand, he smashes it like a fucking spider or a bug. Yeah, dude, it's all that's a lot of blood too and, for and a the, little dude. And the whole time, uh, he, he he smashes it, washes his hands, and uh, the whole time he's just kind of. Uh, 
being kind of pompous about himself. Yeah, thinking like stroking his own ego. I solved that problem. There's nothing. There's nothing left for me to deal with. I'm beast. I can't fuck up and again. I've only fucked up hundreds of times, and then instantly beast fucks up again. And he fucks up again. Yeah, yep. as a little dude crawls, even tinier than the one he smit, tiny, that climbed tiny. out of the one that. He sliced open. This is now a third dude because there's the one he sliced open, mm-hmm. the one he smashed, and this is the one that remained after yeah, that. So one. it's even tinier. But he's now jumping into his ear, his ear, ear canal. Yeah, going down there, and Beast is just like ah, ah. Yeah. yeah. He does it like a ah. No, he says it exactly with the tone that I just said. Very monotone. No. Yeah. Oh, that can't be bad, right? Yeah. <laughs> So we cut to uh, uh, cut to Russia, Russia. Yeah, I assume. Russia, yeah Russia. Finishing, Zeno's finishing up their deal with uh, Mikhail and uh, Rasputin is uh, finalizing their business and talking politics and how the mutants are integrating with all the facets of the Russian, mm-hmm. uh, not only cult- the culture but their higher military echelon, their government echelon, all the brass of of the paradigm that's holding this country up is infiltrated with not only mutants, but pro-mutant people that will work with me, but only me, my mutants, mm-hmm. the people I've vetted. And I actually see like a weird cameo of the... Pale girl? The pale girl and someone else. I can't remember who that was, but it's someone supposed to be new that I think is going to be relevant later on. I can't remember what his mm-hmm. ability was, though. But yeah, pale girl and some dude who looks like an extra in a Star Wars movie. Good old red shirt. <laughs> yeah. But this is when Zeno fucks up. Just like how Beast fucked mm-hmm. up, Zeno mm-hmm. fucks up because he's talking mad shit about mutants and he's talking shit about Mikhail and saying, like, how how can he really trust him? And how does he know what his intentions are worthy of what their grand plan, uh, scheme is? And Mikhail's like, well, wait, you fucking showed up with less than what I paid for and now you're going to talk down to me? Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> and out of nowhere. Surprise pocket dimension, bitch. Yeah, surprise Dude. pocket dimension. That was great. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, Zeno fucked up big time freaking right out. He's like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah, mutants. You got too big. Yeah. You got too big for your own uh, head, buddy. Yeah. Gotta watch out. Thought he could just talk shit about a mutant to his face. Like, he doesn't even call it a, a, a pocket dimension. It's your own personal gulag. That even just yeah. sounds worse, man. Yeah, it sounds scary. You <laughs> take it old school. And essentially, he leaves, him, he leaves him alone with his thoughts for a little bit. He's, you think about what you said and why you fucked up, mm-hmm. and we'll start again. We'll come back. We'll, yeah. we'll circle back around. Yeah, we'll circle back around <laughs> to that. Later, buddy. And he just, just bounces. Uh, we get these leaked documents from the Kremlin. What yeah. Do, what do we get uh, from this? Anything really? I don't think. A lot of random words. I don't think that there's anything of too relevance that doesn't. It's pretty much outlining the events of what happened over the last like like twenty years of X Men stuff, referencing things up to like M Day. Yeah, it seems like the whole and Genosha and all that type. It's just it's not. It's just their their stance of mutants has changed. Originally, it was like, hey, apprehend mutants, utilize mutants, mutants are okay. Turnover mutants. They have a weird stance against mutants who, after M-Day, were depowered. They deemed them, like, untrustworthy. I think that's supposed to mirror how, like, the Russian soldiers, when they were coming back after World War II, Stalin didn't trust them. So they thought the depowered mutants couldn't be trusted. Mm-hmm. So this is just kind of highlighting that. The the political upheaval of mutants and Russia over the last, like, 20, 30 years. Yeah, Russia, political oh, oh. intrigue. We're back to Beast fucking Surprise. up. Surprise. 
Um, yeah, back to Beaks fucking up, just hanging out, looking really fat, actually. He's getting pudgier. He's got a beer getting, belly yeah, and he drinks. What's going on there? But he's just like, I don't want to die. I don't figure this out. What's happening? Trying to, he's <laughs> like trying die. to like rationally uh, like yeah. <laughs> like play it play it through. As I'm he, too smart to die. This I can beat in better things. I can't. Nothing can go wrong. He's mm-hmm. like trying to figure out how to fix like just using fix it just using like biomechanical approaches like because that's beast's forte he's a biomechanical engineer yeah. biomechanical genius he could probably synthesize something if given the time to tackle this but he doesn't have time and he knows that and he's panicking and so he's slipping up and it's like his hubris is starting to show it's Again. a showing it's a he show. He throws right. his fucking flask that he's working on. He's like, fuck this. I'm better than this. Ah, fucking yeah. hemorrhage. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, all right, I got I to gotta get I some help. Got to ask for directions. Sage, so he, help me. <laughs> so he goes to Sage and he asks her to get Black Tom for him. BTC. When in doubt, the man BTC it out. himself can always help. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Let me go back to Russia. And where we we see that sword just hanging out, hanging out, just chilling. Yeah, it's a good centerpiece for Mikhail's uh, command yeah. center. And he's, he's and the pale girls there. Yeah, pale girls there. He's, Looking paler than usual. He's, he's a little pale. <laughs> Look a little pale there. This is even more paler. Um, Why so pale? Why even that more pale? Mikhail's mad because he was supposed to get. A load of Shi'ar logic diamonds. So now we know where those were were, cut, were initially for. But then they ended up in um, essentially the Witoel cut. Wait, no, they went to um, the crime country. Magipore. Well, they took the ship. They took the crystals, and then they took the ship, and then took it to Magipore, and then burned it. Didn't they unload so we, it at Magipore though? I thought we, I thought the mutants kept the the crystals for themselves because they thought it was a gift. Remember. I thought it was a gift for themselves. I thought they got jacked. Oh wait, they got jacked, right? Yeah, because there was a, the gala. So who jacked they, them? They, the crystals got sno- stolen, and then they found the boat burning in the port of Magipore. So who's burning? The, who's so burning? I think someone in Magipore has it, and it, they were supposed to go to Mikhail Rasputin because yeah. Magipore's southern, if I'm not mistaken, of Russia. Yes. In this that fictional true. map that exists, it's supposed to be like Southeast Asia, right? Yeah. So that's yeah, south yeah. southern Russia. Yeah. Um, so we go back to, uh, he's mad about those and, uh, pale girls just talking about how, you know, she talks about the nutcracker, uses that as a metaphor. Well, they, they, aren't they set up in, um, what is that iconic architecture? The Kremlin. The Kremlin. But not, but then there's also the, the tower across from it, right? That there's another place nearby. Uh, I can't remember the name, but did, she's referencing like a lot of their landmarks and she Petersburg. mentions... Uh, cathedral? Yes, yes, the cathedral, St. Petersburg's Cathedral. She references that specifically, but she also alludes to all of these, well, and him as well. They go through the whole list of, like, the greatest authors yeah, that they, they deem. Yeah, Vonnegut and all that. Yeah, yeah. And, and, like, Tolstoy and a lot of Dostoevsky. <laughs> we they reference it, it's It's crazy, but this, the thing is, is, like, they, they just look at this, this whole kind of weird, like, literary approach of, like, Russia's great because of our... Our, liter- our literature and our amazing architecture, we should rule the world. 
<laughs> it's like her argument to him. It's great. Is this what Americans think Russians are? I guess. Or is this what Russians really are? I mm. would also believe that that's that might be how they really are, too. At least in terms of the gov- political uh, people, the people in charge. But by referencing these great accomplishments and these great philosophers and thinkers, it kind of riles up uh, Rasputin and gets him kind of yes. in this mindset where he's like, I will unite all Russia under one banner. We will we will stand strong against Krakoa, and they will fear us. We will not bow to them. They will bow to us. And she's like, yeah, I'm going to go read some books. <laughs> yeah. We talked about some great shit. I've got my mind. is just going places. I need to go read. You handle that. I'm going to go chill. <laughs> yes. But yeah. And he wields the, the, the he sword. He wields it. He wields it. Puts it in the air and gets ready to yes. wage some sort of philosophical and religious war. And then the next page pretty much outlines that he does he does exactly what he says, and he gets the people on his side. He gets the votes. He gets the votes. He gets the votes. That's it. Yep. Sorry, two party system. He's got Bam. the vote. I voted for Kodo, so I don't know what to tell you. Yep, I was a king guy. <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> the hardest part of our friend. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Beast and uh, BTC uh, meet up in the shadow room, and uh, in this room. Essentially, we we are we are shown kind of BTC gets to see inside of Beast's kind of brain space. It sucks. I feel bad for him. Like poor like, BTC is gonna make, he's gonna return to to greatness inside the <laughs> neur- neurapsis or the neural synapses mm-hmm. of a uh, Beast. Yes, and he's riding it too. Like he's like riding down the veins and like hanging out with all the blood cells. Yeah, looking like he's like grossed out. <laughs> Not liking it, but he's just looking at him and he's just all like, "BTC, I need your help. I need." We Tom, we Tom, folks, and if you don't remember, we Tom, aka Genosha Tom, aka Tiny Tom, uh-huh. aka <laughs> Tom, not bombed a bill. <laughs> I ran out of ideas. Um, essentially, this went back to the old. Uh, this happened a couple times, but this one specifically referenced the Empire issue, X-Men number two, where they're... Oh, the X-Men ass- Empire issue, yeah. They were fight- that banger. They were fighting, you know, your favorite, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They, they were fighting... Uh, Forgot with, that was even a thing. <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, the old ladies, the uh, horticulturists. Oh, yeah. BTC used his, his patent brain powers to make this pollen, like, wee tiny pollen version of himself, which I sent you earlier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember <laughs> that, was, that was pretty good. I was yeah. looking at when the angel was in that shot, it was just like, oh, yeah. This is Wee Thomas. And essentially, he's just like, I need you to. What was that movie from the the, the great. The one where they go inside the human that everyone parodies? Uh, Fuck, what's that uh, movie called? Honey, I shrunk the kids. We'll go with that for now. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Essentially, he's going to shrink him up, go into his nose, and fight him. He's going to go punch. He's going to go punch that other dude inside a beast. He's going to play Pirates of the Pancreas. (laughs) Pirates of the Pancreas. Have a great time. But yeah. Oh, yeah. So then that means before I see now. Okay. I misunderstood. Before they were in a hologram. So yeah, it was, it was a rendering. A hologram he was showing him, like, this is what you need to go. Now send the little dude. Oh, but that's funny because you can interact. He's like interacting with it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, ooh, it's everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah. he's sending the little guy in, Wee Tom, to go try and interact with. Yeah. So he does that. He's like, all right. As that's happening, Beast is kind of like, <laughs> he's dying. Yeah. Dude's just punching shit inside of him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. While, while BTC's killing it, Beast is literally getting killed. <laughs> Which is, what's his, uh, like, deal with wanting to live? At that point, I would just let it kill me, I think. 
knowing my lifestyle. All right, just let it resurrect you and resurrect. use it trapped and like keep him in there. Uh, what if he starts piloting he panicking, him? Paranoid, probably. Maybe he doesn't want to share secrets. He doesn't want to die again. He's feeling infallible. Yeah. Beast would fuck up. He's a win. He just wants a win. He just wants a win. He's he's reaching out to Black Tom to get that one. So BTC helps him out. He yeah. he takes some pollen and he's like, Bleh. yeah. Nineteen through mind. twenty, uh, page nineteen through twenty is literally like Beast getting a, a doctor's visit. It's really awkward. It's great. <laughs> It's great. We get this little dude he climbs up on his on his glasses and into his nose. Wait, into his nose? Yep, yeah, into yep, his nose. Yeah. Yep. It's great. Um, but we go back to Mikhail. What's Mikhail up to, Danny? He's lamenting about not being a better uh, Russian author and that he'll always pale to the grave. <laughs> so that's why he has to take over the world. It's true. It's true. It's no. just like Hitler. No, he, it, it's, he's actually interacting <laughs> He's actually getting a speechwriter to help him out because he can't do it. I, what I said was actually a joke. The reality is, it's Mikhail actually is getting a speechwriter to help him with the fact that he's not that great of a writer. He's not. I've been reading these little creepy things he's been writing about Colossus. Oh, yeah, great. his little love they're letters not, to him. Where he's, I miss you. I miss you. Remember at night when I used to hold you uncomfortably? No, just, no. He, he misses his brother and then he wished they had a better relationship and that. He's sorry that all this takeover of the world has gotten between them. So is this suggesting that the, he wasn't writing any of this, right? This no. The, this that, dude's been writing so, it. So all the stuff, the the political fervor that he put forward earlier that we were talking about where he united all the Russian factions and political paradigms, the military leaders, a lot of the, the actual faction leaders of the parties, he got them because of what this guy wrote. This guy actually is the, the true brains behind Mikhail's uh, speech narrative. And this guy's his 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 golden his egg or his hen that's laying the golden egg. It's the dude from the King Speech. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Um, oh gosh, I can't remember that actor's name. Jeffrey Rush. Yes, thank you. He's in a lot of things. He was in like Mystery Men. He was like the villain. He was. I just watched that. Mystery Men. It was great. Great movie. Yeah, Phenomenal movie. movie. Oh, I love that movie. Oh, yeah, that movie was great. That was back back then when it was like you're like yeah shoot fucking superhero movie that has nothing to do with anything and I'm great. I'm happy with that. I don't need it to. It doesn't have to have a franchise. Nope. Want it done? Let's move on. It was <laughs> beautiful. But yeah. Um. So yeah, what's going to happen? We got Mikhail Rasputin. Now he's having him write letters to his brother. He's got him (laughs) write letters to his brother. Um, Little people are are fighting their way through Beast. Um, BTC is uh, inside of Beast as well. Yeah, that's literally where we're leaving off. Is like BTC is going into the depths of Beast into his bowels. Mikhail's writing, having some famous author write speeches to his countrymen and his brother. And uh, Charles is possessed by Onslaught secretly, and no one knows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good times. Good times in Krakoa. But we've got Mars. we got Mars, folks. Yeah. You've come a long way, baby. All those rock <laughs> All of them. All of them. We made it. Uh, but that is where we end this. Any final thoughts, Danny, on these issues? What do you want to see happen in the next issue? What do you want to see BTC do inside a beast? I want Beast to die and then him to get backburnered on the resurrection order where they're just like, yeah, that'd be great. Let's take some time. That would be funny. That would be really, really funny in a way that would just make me smile all day. <laughs> and then on top of that, I want to see a closure to to some of these plant-based villains and let's have this like 
let's get let's get Colossus stop painting and let's have him start hitting things let's again. Start punching again. Let's what have him punch a train on? again. Let's see Colossus do shit. He's literally done nothing throughout the entire Krakoan run. Fuck Domino on the beach once. Is that what happened? I think they did. There was something like happened. I think they banged there was on the something beach. Something happened in there. I think they banged yeah. on the beach. Yeah. She was all enamored with his painting and his sadness, and he was all lonely. After being left at the altar, <laughs> he's like, I'll take it. I don't care. Uh, see, what I want to see the next issue is just, it will it turns into that episode of Futurama with the worms. And BTC just, like, punches, like, part of his brain. And then all of a sudden, Beast is, like, playing an instrument. <laughs> he starts speaking, like, Korean or something. It's great. That would be pretty funny. <laughs> like, trips and, like, hits his face and plants it on the like on a wall. Make it happen, Marvel. Make it happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that'll do it for us this week. We are close. We're almost there uh, to Inferno. We'll probably do Inferno before we finish up the trial of Magneto, I imagine. I don't know when really? that's going to... Because I don't know when it's going to end. If we're going to do it all in one run, might as well. If it's only going to be a four-issue run, right? Well, I mean, yeah, we might as well wait for them to pop them all. Oh, Inferno's four issues? Trial of Magneto's longer? No, yeah. Trial of Magneto, I thought it was four issues. Oh, that would make more sense. Um, yeah, Inferno Trial of Magneto. should be longer, yeah. We'll do Trial of Magneto and then Inferno and then... But, I mean, we still have Wolverine to do and a few other things. We got Wolverine and a few things to... Oh, but we'll tackle yeah. the we next do, time. We'll do the next... Uh, we could do the we'll Onslaught do... Revelation. Oh, yeah, we have to do fucking that, man. Don't forget about that. Oh, Legionnaires. Gotta, yeah, Legionnaires, that'll be gotta cool. Set up. Um, so we got some stuff happening leading up to Inferno, but that'll do it for us this week. Remember, the robots will kill you. So uh, you know what? I will buy my first Pop doll if Pop makes a little BTC. Make a BTC, little BTC, I will buy But it's in like a normal size box. It's yeah. like a normal size box with a tiny, <laughs> a little, tiny BTC little BTC in there. Just really Make highlighting the insanity of it all. Make it happen, <laughs> Funko. I believe in you. I, I hate you, Funko. Ha, 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 ha.